Hello and welcome to a new episode of God's Not Done With Us Yet. This is season two, episode two. And this week I watched Dark Girls 2, Duggars Corona Special. I know, I wasn't sick of that. The Duggars are back, yay. Siesta Key and The Challenge. I hope you guys had a really great 4th of July weekend. You enjoyed your 4th of July and all that jazz. But let's just go ahead and get into the show. So, Dark Girls 2. I thought this one was better than the first two. Because I feel like this one kind of explored solutions. But the other one was kind of like all this terrible stuff. And it was, and I thought this one was kind of like a remake of the first two. I like the first two were like practice. And then this one was the remake. And it was like really good. It kind of explained the, the source, the roots of colorism. It had like some historical facts. I like historical facts in my documentary, especially um, black ones. I love seeing like, well, you know, I like seeing the old pictures, but, you know, just putting that information on how we were depicted, how we were treated back then, I thought was really good. And I really liked that the women that they interviewed, most of them was like, I felt like they were like in a victorious position rather than, rather than a defeated position. So I like that. Of course, there were some girls who were like going through things in nature, but at least I feel like it wasn't in them just suffering and left to suffer. I like, I'm sure they weren't left to suffer on the other videos, but that's what it looked like. They're like going through and then like the camera just looked at them in their pity and moved on to another girl. But I feel like in this one, like they suffered or they expressed their, what they were going through and then there were people around to comfort them. Like little when they had a little girls sitting together, like the when the girls first at the bed, other girls gathered around her and comforted her, and then they had that one video of this woman. She was somewhere in Africa, maybe Ghana, I do not know where, but she was like bleaching her skin, and she had um, results of doing that. Like um, her skin was like breaking out and scarring. And I think she said she stopped, but then she said she wants to go back because it's light in the parts that got scarred from the bleaching. And she was like in a not a good position, but the man he stopped the interview and he really like built her up and talking to her, like, well, you know, God didn't make mistakes, you are not a mistake. And then she was able to like realize her 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 what she was thinking about was a negative pattern, able to identify that as a lie and bring correction to it. So I really um, like that. It didn't, and maybe all the other ones, they did that too, but I, I feel like maybe they, they heard notes. <laughs> so they showed that they were um, not, they were lifting these women up. Women up. And so I really like that. And, and I just thought that one lady, she really stuck to me because she was like experiencing a little bit of regret. And it just made me think about, you know, like, God always knows where you are. Like he knew all the decisions that you're going to make. Yet he still loves you. He still wants to be close to you. So because it's like stuff like that, I just always want to speak to people who are feeling regret and then that they don't, they don't allow that to keep them bound because I don't, I, I don't feel like regret. At least regret can 
help you want to do differently. But I, I really hope regret is that still has a pain or, or hey, that's regret. Like, it's feel like you shouldn't have did that. Like, yeah, you should have did it, but you shouldn't make you feel bad about yourself. I guess that's what I feel. Because like Paul, he did terrible things and God still called him. He was like, why are you persecuting me? And he still called him and still wanted him to be on his team. And Paul did a lot of great things for God's kingdom. Well, at first he did terrible things. So he was still accepted despite his past. So that's that's essentially why I really like this show. And like really, I learned two things from Dark Girls. I think the whole Dark Girls trilogy, even the previous two, it helped me to open my eyes to, to the deliberating effects of colorism because like in the Dark Girls 2 movie, they, a lot of the girls kind of explained where I was coming from because they were like, oh, yes, yes, I'm dark-skinned, but I was surrounded by so many people in my home that really talked well about me or said I was beautiful or said I was great or, you know, all types of great things. So when someone says the opposite of that, I immediately discounted it because I grew up hearing positive voices. So I was the same way. I was like in a home where I heard positive things about my skin. I never heard negative things about my skin. So whenever I heard when you go out of the home or out of your formative years, and like my first memories of knowing, realizing I was black was like very positive. So going out in the world and hearing negative things, I immediately just, just kind of like, these people are crazy. <laughs> y'all talking crazy talk. What's wrong with y'all? It just immediately discounted it. But this movie helped me realize, no, there are people in homes, their very first memory of race or very much encounter that they were dark skinned or they were black was a very negative type thing. And as a result, hearing all the negative stuff out in the world and the media and things like nature that brought harm to them because they took it in because it, it matches what they got in their home environment. So that just opened my eyes so much. I was like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. So it made me really want to um, just lift people, the importance of lifting people up, the importance of protecting the young ones, the children, making sure their first experiences with race are positive and knowing that they're different is positive. Oh, that really just opened my eyes to that. And it really opened my eyes to diverse representation because sometimes, you know, some people, you can't control the people's initial environments or initial experiences. They may be negative. And so I think like diverse representation and positive representation media helps um helps them in that area, it helps people who do not have that positive home experience. Because I think about um, me personally, I was always very skinny. And um, people made fun of me being skinny, and it hurt my feelings, and it made me feel bad. But, like how, you know, the models and stuff always hurt most people's feelings, they always comforted me. I like seeing the models on TV, seeing skinny people on TV, seeing skinny people in magazines, it made me feel okay about myself. It made me feel good about myself. I was like, oh, there's tons of women who are skinny and their lives is perfectly fine. It's okay. I can be skinny too. It's all right. Even though they say that it's weird or different. There's all these beautiful skinny people out here. <laughs> so I feel good. So it's just really, um, it really solidified the importance of not just skinny other people as well, because I don't know. It just helps people in the end. It, it helps um, in 
you know, when you were your adults, you don't need, well, it's nice, but you don't need external cues to inform yourself because you can be able to distinguish truths from lies. But children, I think it's just very important to, to help make sure there's positive influences and positive voices around them. So yeah, Good Girls was really good. And talking through this, it really helped me put some stuff on the prayer list about that, the good girls. I guess what I will pray about is that people have just positive examples and positive influences around them. And in that people can can discern truth from lies. Just writing that down. So yes, the next show was the Douglas Corona special. So I know I've previous episodes, I've been talking a lot about the Duggars <laughs> and how much I miss them. <laughs> and I guess they're coming back July 7th. I found that out yesterday. I was so happy. I said, oh, yeah, the Duggars are coming back. And, you know, not a whole lot was going on in the Duggars Corona special. Like nothing really ever goes on in the Duggars. It's just a whole bunch of. And I just been watching them since I was a child. I've been watching them since they were children. So I just. Like when they used to have those TLC specials, like, look at this this family with 15 kids. <laughs> uh, how many they had at first, 14 or whatever. It was just like a, like a little TLC special they were checking every year. So I just I just like checking in on the Duggars, keeping up with the Duggars and seeing what's going on with them. How are they growing up? Let's see how the babies look. Let's see how they look. It's just, <laughs> just like voyeurism on the, on the Duggars. So, um, so yeah. There was nothing in this episode. Like, um, no one was, no one was courting, no one was pregnant, no one was getting married. So essentially, Duggars had nothing really to cover. They were just living their lives. Like, oh yes, they're saying, oh, it's different the Corona now, but I don't know how different it was. Like, okay, so they not all getting together every other day. That's the only difference. But they already homeschooled. They already buy stuff at Walmart in bulk. They are all the stuff they were doing. Like, don't y'all do that anyway? Like, even on a regular episode. Oh, we had dinner in the yard. Y'all used to do that <laughs> before Corona. Y'all used to do that. Used to be the show. We about to have dinner. <laughs> Cause not a whole lot of drama going on the Douglas. But I guess even with the Corona, there's a little bit of this is the first time in the history of the show that I see petty drama on the Douglas. So Josie was doing her own thing during arts and craft time. And that had drove Jenna up, up the raw. And Jenna ended up having to tell Josie that I think you're done. Go outside and wash your hands. And she said, sorry. <laughs> and Josie went outside. I don't even think Josie was hard. She was just doing her thing. I don't even know if she washed her hands. She was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> she banished me outside. I felt kind of bad for Josie, but when Josie was like running around, I said, I think she's okay. So yeah, all Josie did was like what a normal child would do. <laughs> but Jenna was not having it. She was not painting a lovely flower vase like Jenna was painting or using a teeny tiny bit of paint. Like, I still barely learned. I learned that lesson today. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it was funny because I use too much paint whenever I paint. It's always the best. Josie is me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But the other girls, they were like painting like their little flowers. One girl painted a pig. And Josie was a wild card, just painted, painted blue. So that was just funny. That's all the drama you're going to get on some Duggars. 
So yeah, I'm just looking forward to this season. I'll be entertained regardless. I'm hoping maybe this season. Um, I think this season, because they usually go back a little bit whenever they do the new season. So all we're going to be probably doing is the preparation of um, Abby. I think that's her name. The curly-headed one who, who married the John David, the twin, and Yana. I think it's, we're going to be following her pregnancy, I think, because they had the baby special a few months back. So they usually, like, they like that when you drop a baby, they show that right away. But then they have the season, and it's all prepped for the baby. So I think um, it should be, like, right after when the mama, the grandmama does or passed away, unfortunately, up until probably Corona will be this season. So, yeah. Let's move on to Siesta Key. <laughs> so, in Siesta Key, oh, no, I gotta, I gotta hurry up. The opening scene, it was really good to me, because they were on the beach in November. It was beautiful. And I was like, oh, I I won't lie. I stopped the video and looked up apartments up in Siesta Key. <laughs> but I found out they were too expensive, so I let that go. So, um, other than that, not a whole lot went on on this episode. Uh, the biggest thing to me was the facial recognition with the eyes closed. That shocked and appalled me. Even though, like, this morning I realized I already knew that because on Good Girls, that's how they got the, um, Lucy's phone open because Lucy was no longer with us, and they dug her up to open the phone. And her eyes were closing there, duh. So I don't know why. I was so shocked. I was like, oh, my goodness. Apple need to figure that out. They need to fix that. Um, I don't know why. There's nothing on my phone, number one. Number two, I don't, I don't know when I will have the phone with the facial recognition. Right now, I got the seven, and I'm going to be with the seven until the seven die. I done learned that you could change the fat battery and change and give it a new leg. So I don't know how long I'm going to hold up to the seven, especially now that Apple Depot will do it for like $20, change out the battery. You don't even got to pay the 50 no more. So, um, yes, I, I will be with the seven for a while. So I don't know when I will graduate to facial dick. Uh, recognition and then it won't really matter if my eyes are closed and you use the facial recognition because it's gonna be nothing but crickets and silence in my phone anyway but regardless um I thought mama and daddy well regardless go back to the facial I think it it is good for a lot of people to not they have sisters of stuff on their phone so Apple need to figure that out and if they unless they already have they probably already figured it out they probably late with Siesta Key that's all I got to say about that. So let's move on to Mama, Daddy, Alyssa. I think they took the pregnancy news well. Of course, Mama and Daddy was like, y'all need to get Alex to do you right. But hey, what can you do? She having a baby with them, so all you can do is support them. Support Alex to speak well about him. So um, I like Ghost Alex. I think the show is much better this way with Ghost Alex because I guess I didn't really care for Alex as a character. I never really thought about it until now that he's gone. I was like, Go, I like Alex ideas. I like him silent. And they just talking about him or talking to him, but he don't say nothing back. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> but, um, and then I'm happy I won't see Polly anymore. I remember last season, I was so happy. I said, this episode good. This season good. Ain't no Polly. Then Polly popped up. I was like, aw. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if Polly say where Polly's at on this this season as well. So yes, let's move on to the channel. I think 
Nelson gets a gold star. He did. He's been doing really good. He sat there and tried to open up Anissa's eye. So I was like, go ahead. Here you go. A gold star. And maybe next episode, you'll get a cookie. I thought Bailey did good. She proved herself on the floor. She did. She um, won that. And Anissa put on a good fight. I thought it was funny to see TJ drag Josh a lot. That was funny to me how he was like, yeah, Josh, you was here a long time. Goodbye. <laughs> he was like putting a compliment at the compliment on Anissa. And he gave a tiny baby compliment to Josh. She was like, yeah, Josh was good too, though. <laughs> I was like, oh, poor baby Josh. She's like, yeah, you beat someone who cried a lot. I was like, oh, baby, poor baby. That's how I was like when Josh had she lost. I was like, poor little baby Josh. Oh, poor little Bootsky. Poor. I was like, oh, poor little Josh. But Josh claims he'll be back. So, you know, this is Josh. He's going to get drugged as long as they'll drug him. He's very, he's very much the nanny, the boy nanny. He kind of get used as a pawn, drug to the end, and they just drop him. Because unfortunately, he hadn't figured out how to win a, a, a fight on the floor. But maybe he'll figure it out one day. So, Anissa. Anissa losing. Or Anissa even ended up in that position. I think that Anissa, Anissa will need to up her strategy with this game if she wants to get beyond Make it towards the end and drop being dropped. Um, she has the she has to think long term with her votes. That's what I kind of think. Like it's like hindsight's twenty twenty, but I think if she had got Melissa and Bailey to be on the floor last week, that would have been um, advantageous for us, her, because the last person who would have went to the floor would have been Nanny, and pretty much anyone could beat Nanny. And so she, if she ended up going against Nanny, she would have had a better chance still making it um, to the end. So, you know, they kind of had the argument. And I kind of didn't like how they were doing her. Like, oh, she's going to be dead weight because she owed or whatever, whatever. And then some people like, oh, they want to do that with the dudes. And I was like, no, they did kind of do that with CT. But CT flipped the game. He made himself like Pops. He took him, got himself a young, dumb, vocal person, Rogan, put him under his wing. And that kind of had put people around to keep him safe because they had allegiance to him. And in West does the same thing. He did it with he did it with D and he does it he did it with Swaggy and Bailey. He always does it every season. He builds a good relationship with the rookies and the rookies admire him. It's kind of like a big brother tactic and they work for him. And I think Anissa could that could do some stuff like that. She could do some of that. Put herself in a, like a godmother position some of the young women instead of just letting them die completely a strong young person of course and um she could have like really thought about her votes um the the ramifications of that votes too because she could do puzzles so i know she got the mental capacity to do that so yeah i will put a prayer for her to do better for next season because she got the she got the politics there people like her and she got the um the physical, even though she may not be the best shape on top of her game, she's still a threat compared to some of these girls. She just needs to work on the um, strategy. And I think she could have even got um, Melissa and Bailey in it, even if she wasn't like, really good with her godmother position at this this episode. 
I think since she was on the team with Nanny, she could have really messed that up. So Nanny would have been in tribunal. And then as a result, could have worked it out for Bailey and Melissa to be in it. So fees that way sometimes. Well, maybe, because can you get, can you both go on the floor if they're both in the tribunal? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe all that is rigged anyway. But yeah, that's what I got to say about that. So next week, I think, oh, I'm almost out. I guess I won't talk about next week. Well, all the shows I'm going to watch next week. Well, I guess I mentioned like Duggars. I'll add on to my normal one because Duggars is coming to seven. And then maybe Love and Marriage, Huntsville, just depending on what time they put on the app on Saturday. And I don't know when I'm going to do the 90 Day Fiance the other way and Double Shot at Love. I'll get there eventually. Um, it's just going to be a lot of TV to get through. Double Shot at Love, I know, I'm going to try. I did watch one episode, and it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I was kind of disappointed. But it wasn't, like, terrible. So I'll at least see if I can um, keep watching episodes and see if I might catch up or something with that. And then maybe one day I'll get to catch the beautician. That's pretty down far on the total pole. And then also, super foreshadowing, Kanye announced that he was going to run for president 2020, which we knew he was going to do that because he said it back in the day as well. And so should he run, I'm looking very much forward to the keeping up with the condition. <laughs> episodes. I don't really watch Keep It Up no more. I used to watch like at the very beginning when the little girls was actual real life girls. But then I fell off. But I would come back to see how they're going to have these people on the campaign trail. I would do it just for that. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into the praying. Um, I have a, like a good amount of themes. So I have pray. I'm gonna pray about regret. I'm gonna pray about um, just girls having positive influences in their life or being able to discern truthful lies, kind of like the colorism type prayer. I'm gonna pray for Juliet for healing because on the like foreshadowed stuff on Siesta Key, Juliet was going through. I was like, ooh, girl, you re-. she talking about Alice wins? Like it. I I didn't know having a baby is about to get it over, get it, do something to your ex. So I was like, hey, poor Juliet. I felt for Alyssa. I pray that she's a good mother. I'm gonna pray against xenophobia. I didn't really mention that in in the challenge, but they talked a little bit about that. How fancy people kind of just didn't treat him well because he was different. He he was Middle Eastern. He was Muslim. So I'm going to pray against xenophobia. I'm going to pray for Aziz. I will give her an exit prayer. I'll give everyone an exit prayer, but I'm going to give Aziz the one. Because she trained the off-season to come back stronger. Because she said she's coming back. So, yeah, I'm going to give her an exit prayer. So let's start the prayer. Lord, I just thank you um, today for being, per usual, <laughs> being a good God, being a wonderful father, being um, a glorious king for continuing to be faithful to us, continuing to look out for us, that you are the God that you say that you protect and keep safe all those who look to you, Lord. So I just look to you in every situation. I pray that everyone 
who's in here to sound on my voice that also looks to you or also know that you are a great provider, you are a great father, you are a great guidance. And I just pray that people can experience more and more of that from you, Lord. Lord, I also just pray that, you know, that people are no longer bound to the ramifications of regret, Lord. Like, though we may realize things about decisions we made that were not a good, best decision in hindsight, I pray that we don't have regrets about that because, well, you know, some people, they they knew in foresight that it was not a good decision, they still made it, but they probably didn't realize the full weight of the ramifications or they wouldn't have did it. But regardless, Lord, regardless of where they are and, and what choices they may have made to end up there, I just pray that they don't allow themselves to stay in regret, Lord. I just pray that they real, they can see the blessing in it and they can see that now their eyes have been opened to see, to even knowing that that wasn't a good decision. So many people make decisions that are not the best and they never realize that it's not a good one. So I pray that they are able to realize the good in their lives and that they made a mistake. And they can use that to grow and move forward and not feel, not feel like it's going to be a permanent detriment or a permanent setback, Lord. Because you knew uh, you knew us from the, you knew every decision we were going to make. You're all knowing, you're, you know everything, Lord. So you knew every decision we were going to make. You knew the condition of our hearts. You knew what our motivations are. Lord, just continue to search us and reveal to us what you can see, Lord. And I pray with those revelations come growth, Lord, that we are able to learn from that, to move forward from that, to to not repeat those same decisions and make the same decisions that could be regrettable, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, that, that, that regardless of where we are, I thank you that you can move us to a better position, Lord. I think about Joseph. He was in terrible position, that's a terrible position, that's a terrible position. But you brought him out of them all. You brought him out whole. You brought him out peacefully. You brought him. I mean, still keeping up in a in a in a avenue in a place of success, Lord, because of your hand, because of your goodness, for your grace, graciousness. I think about the guy. He was like the prodigal son. He was in the pit, pig pit, and you brought him from that pit into um, back into the house of his father, back into a place of security, Lord. I think about um, the the people. Daniel in the lion's den, and he didn't even, he was living, you know, living how you said to live, and he ended up in the lion's den, and he just trusted you, I don't even know, he he allowed himself to feel regret, so I just pray for people who may be living right, maybe doing the right thing, and, and ends up in a perilous position, Lord, I pray that they do not allow that to make them feel like they should regret the, the things that they did, the time they have served you because things turned out bad. I pray instead they keep their faith and their hope and their trust in you and know that you would deliver them from every situation, just like how you delivered um, Daniel from the lion's den and like how you delivered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I think that's his name, or Hananiah and Daniel and Michelle. You rescued them from the furnace and they were standing up to do what was right, Lord. And you rescue them. So I just pray that people know whether they got in a situation from their bad decisions or whether they got in a situation despite their good decisions, Lord, that you will deliver us from all in Jesus' name. So I just pray that um, people no longer fall into regret, but just know because of who they're with, who they're connected to, that you always cause things to work out for the good of those who love you and call it towards your purposes in Jesus' name. Lord, I also just pray for um, just people 
girls, or any boys and girls actually, young people, older people, medium people, medium people. I pray that each of these, uh, all, all of us, Lord, there are things that have been told uh, that people have spoken over us. There are words that people have said towards us that have been harmful, that have been hurtful, or I just pray that have that are not even true, Lord. And there's so many people who've taken those words and accepted them as true and accepted them as them, Lord. And I just pray, that, Lord, if you start illuminating those words, illuminating those situations, illuminating those things that we were holding on to that are, are, are actually detrimental, but we have um, t- taken as our identity. And I pray that you just illuminate what it truly is, what it's just a lie, Lord, to hinder us, to keep us from prosperous, to keep us from experiencing what you have for us to experience, but also to keep us from accomplishing the thing that you have destined us to accomplish, Lord, to walk into our purpose, to walk in our gifting, Lord, to actually work on our craft, to improve in our gifting because of negative words and negative things that people have spoken of. So I just pray that we let go of those negative words, that we let go of those negative things, that we let go of those negative situations, we let go of those negative um, perceptions, those biases that people have against us based on outward appearance or, or personality characteristic or whatever it is to try to keep them from moving um, in the way that you have desired for us to go. And Lord, just give them discernment, Lord, to open up their eyes to the truth, Lord, and to fill their, their minds, their beings with what you say what they are, what you say you're true, which, which you have called them to be. Help them to cling more into that than the negative things that are not of you, Lord. Help them to be able to discern a truth from a lie. Help them to know when someone speaks something over them, that's truth, versus when someone speaks something over them, that's lie. And I won't receive that. And I pray that they receive, readily, hungrily receive the truth and eagerly to reject the lies, Lord. And from that, Lord, I just pray they also can surround themselves, Lord. Please bring people all over the world, Lord, you know, you care about everyone, put people around, just pray, thank you, Lord, for raising up people who are truth dispensers, Lord, people who speak life in situations, people who speak life into um, atmospheres, Lord, and we see tension, we see uproar, we see, I just pray, thank you, Lord, since blessed are the peacemakers, Lord, I just thank you for raising up more peacemakers who can, who can sense the, the, um, the feelings can sense the atmosphere, can sense the, um, it's hard for me to, um, just can sense how people are feeling, can sense the emotions, Lord, that are going on. I guess since the, you know, people say the vibes, and then when it's a negative vibe, when it's a negative emotion, when it's a negative um, perception in the atmosphere, in the room, I thank you, Lord, that they can speak truth and speak life over that, Lord and change the situation, change the atmosphere, not just go with the flow that's negative, but or, or know that greater is, is within you than he does in the world, and know that because of our authority in Christ Jesus, we have the um, position to change what's going on in our environments, in our world, Or So I just thank you, Lord, that that people, especially who are Christians, who are, who are Christ-bearers, Lord, that we really just walk in authority where we are, Lord, and we see someone... Who, are being, who is being persecuted. We see someone who is being spoken against. We see someone, we see an area where there's dissension, Lord, that we're able to bring healing to those situations, Lord, be healing to those. I pray that we open up our eyes to see people in need of being boosted up, people in need 
of being um being prophesied to, you know, being encouraged, being uplifted, and that we are forgiven with compliments. We we can see what you have put into them, and we can see what you have destined. You can see the good gifts in them and call that forth and call it out and, and, and identify it. Let them know that I see that in you. I see that good thing in you. I see that good thing. And let them know the great things about themselves so that they can take those truths and and use that water to help them to grow and thrive and, and do better in the situation. Or I just pray that people have more access to your word or have more access to your truth or have more access to the Bible and the good things that um, the Bible says about us, Lord. And I pray that we just awaken a thirst and a hunger for your word because it says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for that they be filled. So I just thank you for to, like people are thirsty, they're thirsty for attention, Lord. But I just pray that thirst turns into a thirst for your word, thirst for, thirst for godly affirmation, thirst for godly um, growth, Lord. So thank you for just birthing a new thirst in our nation, in our world, and that it be filled in Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray for um, Juliet from the show, Siesta Key. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, that you know you put. You put so many good things within her, Lord. I pray that she's able to recognize what those things are. And Lord, I just pray that you're able to go in and heal her heart, heal the different um, hurts that she feels from past relationships she was in, especially Alex, Lord. I just pray that she can look back on him and think about him and think about situations with him and no longer feel a pain, no longer feel the regret, no longer feel hurt, no longer feel jealousy, Lord, but instead she could just look back on that and thank you for deliverance, Lord. Thank you how, how you have brought her through. Thank you for growth, Lord. Thank you that she is um, in a much better situation, Lord. I just pray that she can have peace and happiness to the part, filling up joy and overflowing to the point that when she thinks about people of her past, She's like, thank the Lord that I'm not longer going to do this because now I have something that's far much greater. And it's not a, a fact of who's winning or seeking revenge, but it's just, just a love for you, Lord, and a love for your people. I pray you can even mend her and heal her to the point that she can pray for um, her enemies, pray for those people who hurt her in the past, and pray that they can have the freedom and have the happiness and have the joy that she experiences in Jesus' name. And I just thank you, Lord, that she just discovers what you have destined her to be, discovered who she is in, in you, God, who she is in Christ, Lord, and that she could just have new new growth in Jesus, a growth that, that not only helps her, but helps her whole family, Lord, that she can lead her whole family into um, deeper connection, deeper oneness with you in Jesus' name, and also other people who are following her, because apparently she has lots of Instagram followers <laughs> in Jesus' name. And Lord, I also pray for um, Alyssa, Lord. I just pray that you continue to give her wisdom with being a mother, um, with raising her child. I just thank you, Lord, that you um, raised her child to in beauty and holiness, Lord, that, that this child is full of grace, Lord, that this child um, protect this child from any type of plot and plan. The enemy, I thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against her, this child will prosper in Jesus' name. And I just, I just thank you that both of them will be very blessed and very thankful that they have each other in their lives. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Lord, I also just pray against xenophobia, against the fear of what's other, the fear of what's different. Lord, I just pray that 
people realize that all this being afraid of what's different and things of nature, that is just a plot and a, a, a trick of the enemy to keep us separate. Lord, I just pray that people can be open to making friends, to building real solid relationships with people who appear to not be like them, because I know once they get to know them, they'll realize that they are alike, they are alike, they are similar. So I just I just pray that, that I thank you, Lord, that this, this time in this nation, I just pray, Lord, you see what is going on, that it actually is helping people to be aware of just having um, this, this fear or this pittance against each other is not grounded. And I pray that that um, despite all the turmoil right now, it can open up people's eyes to at least be curious to get to know people who are not like them. And Lord, I just pray you open up their eyes to know that if someone is a terrible person, it's not because of any type of affiliation or look or whatever. It's just STEM, you know. There's terrible and great people, every background, every affiliation of every um, every, everything, Lord. Like, we're, we're just made more and more perfect in you, Lord. Like, we all are messed up without you, God. So I just pray that um, people realize that and, and no longer try to compare different groups and think of one group is better than the other because it's not true, Lord. Or think of, try to uh, make concessions with their group that their group is better. Or because of the lies that's in the earth, they think their great group is even worse. Or I pray that they can see the truth that we're all essentially the same in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for Anissa, Lord. I pray that you help her in the off-season, Lord. I pray that instead of giving in to those feelings, those premonitions that she won't make it past a certain point, I thank you, Lord, that given her a spirit of victory, that there, with, with you all things are possible, that there is a will, there is a way, there is, she can have victory and that she can get past this point she has it within her to be able to do that Lord so I just pray you give her wisdom on how to do that Lord I just pray that she can see the value in herself I'm sure she knows that she's she knows she is valuable but I pray you give her wisdom helping her communicate that value to other people Lord to be able to help them to see that Lord I just pray that um, when she builds relationships that she is it's kind of sad that people are just kind of strategic in relationships, like they're doing it for a person, and that's kind of messed up. And I feel like Anissa probably is more genuine with the relationships. So I just pray you bring people into her life as she naturally brings a relationship, builds relationships. I just pray you do a miracle, Lord, and bring someone next season who is young and who is strong in her life that she can uh, mentor. And then that person will also have her back and be able to convince others to keep her alone and other people, multiple people. I just pray that people can recognize the value that Anissa has. Lord. And I also pray that if this is a goal and this is a desire for her to go further in this game, I just pray that you help her to um, be steadfast with her training in the off season, that she can even be stronger with endurance type things, Lord, that she can um, strengthen her strengths and also strengthen her weaknesses, Lord. And I just pray for a blessing on that. I pray that she doesn't feel bad. She doesn't, you know, regret the past or feel bad about that past. I just I just also pray again that she she can overcome that feeling of defeat and know that she can operate in victory. And Lord, I just thank you for today, Lord. I just thank you for putting me in a position to be able to pray about these people, to, have, to think up to pray about these people, Lord. 
I pray that I am more sensitive to the situations around me, that other people are also sensitive to situations around them. When they see stuff that's not good or they sense things that are not positive, that they can just pray about it, that they can just ask you about it and say, Lord, that when you ask, it will be answered. Or when we when we seek, we will find when we knock, the door will be open, Lord. So I just thank you for your goodness. If you promise us, you, you encourage us to ask you again, to ask you again, to ask you again over and over again. So I just pray that we respond to what you encourage us to do and continue to ask all around the world. Continue to cry out and call to you, Lord. And I just thank you. I pray that you continue to show yourself strong in our lives and our situations, Lord. And we just give you the honor and the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So yeah, that is the show for this week. I hope you all have a really great week. I already talked about what I plan on watching next week. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'll see you next Sunday. Bye.